I didn't know they were saying love is weekend. What did you think? I don't know. What I was just ramming along. I don't know. Love is weekend. <laughs> I had no idea, G. I just know I was dancing. I was I always groomed, groove to the shit. G, this song mm-hmm. remind me of the how summer. How old is this song? I visited Nigeria in 09. I was about to say, yeah, how old is this song? This song definitely was like 08, 09. Like, yeah. Like, I definitely was like in middle school probably still when this song came out. Yeah. Damn. No, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. Well, hello, 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 guys. How you guys doing today? My name is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And this is Cross Cultured. We're back again with another episode. Yeah. How are you, girl? How you doing? What's the highlight? How have you been feeling? Give us the tea. You guys. My highlight is that I only got two more days of working with children Amen. before summer school. But I'm just happy that this actual school year is coming to a close. Because mm-hmm. if y'all remember, at the beginning of this school year was the peak of COVID. All right. We started this school year with social distancing, walls, masks. Do y'all still have that? Not the, all the, 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 the screens and all that mm-hmm. no more. But we still get tested every week. Okay. Okay. Um, It's been a year. Wow. It's been a journey. Good job. And I'm almost done. Two more days, huh? Yes. Oh, nice. So, on like a personal what? note, this is actually my first real school year as a teacher. Completing okay. first, um, beginning to end with no hiccups. Ah, okay, I see. You know what I'm saying? My first two years, if you know me, you know what happened. <laughs> um, the next years I moved back because so I was subbing. I wasn't really teaching. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened. Right. So, I was like, oh, my year got interrupted. Yeah, because COVID. So this is the first year in all my years I've not I haven't had any like major. Uh huh. Not not going well. We got to well. Amen. Life. Amen. It shall remain like that and be better and better. Amen. So that's my little highlight that I'm almost done being a slave to the system. Hell no. That's good. Um, for me, my baby started walking. Oh yeah, he took his first. Steps. What's it? It's Friday, Thursday. I think Wednesday night. I was on my phone. I'm like, wait. He's walking like he literally just like started walking out of nowhere. I don't even think it clicked to him that he walked. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like today because he's done. He did a couple times today. I'm like, okay, now it's clicking. Like, oh, I can walk. I could do this. Like, like I can move. Yeah, because he's even when you hold his hand, he can walk. You know, but he just needed that confidence, like assurance that I can do this. Mm. Even if I fall, if if I fall, I could get back up and do it again. You know, so it's just like I almost cried actually when I saw him. Just like. Oh. He's walking like wow. It's just interesting to see 
you know, kids like grow up from mm. the very baby stage just to see the different developments. You know, it's just like, oh, this is interesting. Dang, like, like your literal first day on earth. Yeah, to now. Because he's one plus. I'm like, okay. Even when I was um, with a client yesterday, you know, his cartoon he watches and they were singing one, two, three, and he was kind of like almost kind of along. So when they were like one, he would make a noise and he keep on, he kept on doing it till they reached to 10. I'm like, ah. Even my client was like, oh, you know, he is he counting? I'm like, it sound like it, you know? So that's exciting. Definitely has been my it's highlight. So mm-hmm. It's definitely my highlight. Just uh definitely like, see that. Literally learning the world. Right. I feel like before he was just getting used to everything, he was like, What's I'm this? Not in my mommy's tummy. Okay, like I'm out. <laughs> um, but personally I'll say that, you know, we've been going out on walks more. So going out on uh, walks with him. So that's nice. Like, I make it happen, like, we're going to leave the house today. Because, mm-hmm. you know, working from home, sometimes you could just really get stuck in just being in the house. All day. All day. And now, you know, sometimes I'm like, a whole week, almost two, week went, two weeks went by, I did not leave the house. Mm-hmm. You know, which is kind of great in the sense of, like, gas, because I'm not buying Girl. gas constantly. Because <laughs> whenever I buy gas, you my gas be like $65. Like, I'm like, what the hell? But it's still like, oh, I've never left the house. And that's not so healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. So even for him. So that has been my highlight. Like, we've gone out, you know, a couple of times today. So even the week, you know? That's good. Yeah, girl. That's good. You're getting that, like... Because I feel, too, there's just so much anxiety in the world. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, I personally have so much anxiety about being out. Oh, my God. All the time. Like, what if this happens? Rightfully so, though. So, and it's just like out in the regular spaces, like grocery stores. Yeah, like I really am like a firm believer. Like, damn, we really are not supposed. To, we're not psychologically meant to know everything that happens in the world. Yeah, because it's like, damn, I shouldn't even know this. Yeah, now I'm worried. Yeah. So, anyway, keep us up, beats. Anyway, how do we, I was about to ask you, how do we like to start, girl? We like to start with the hot topics. All right, so let's begin with our first hot topic. So our first hot topic um, is a little bit of justice being served. So unfortunately, as you all know, um, America has had a series of mass shootings. Um, And in that list of mass shootings was the shooting in Buffalo Supermarket that was a hate crime towards African Americans. Well, in today's news or news from two days ago, the Buffalo Supermarket shooter has been indicted on domestic terrorism charge and 10 counts of first degree murder. A grand jury charged the white 18-year-old man accused of fatally shooting 10 black people at Buffalo with um the 10 counts and first degree murder. So, I am happy. Yeah. Yes. That that is something. Because normally they'll drag the case. They'll drag it a whole year will go by and then you like you almost forget that the situation yeah. happened. You're like, wait, what? This situation is like it's still an ongoing case. So I'm I'm happy about that. That that's good. And I'm happy that they charged him with domestic ter- terrorism. Yeah. I hope hate crime is one of them. You know, I think that, you know, this phrase domestic terrorism is a phrase that has really existed in um black and brown spaces white people hate to claim that shit yeah they hate to claim i don't know that they're racist i mean they don't you know what i mean like is it an oxymoron to them domestic terrorism Mm -hmm. but it's like yeah i'm happy that it's sticking like it is a phrase it is a title and it is a charge because when americans you know think about terrorism they think about um arabs yeah you know they think about them so it's like they're like well i'm white and i'm american and you know, now, how can I be a uh, terrorist in my own country? Where you are. You are. So, amen to that. Okay, let's, uh, next in news, Jada. 
Jada Pinkett Smith. So we all know the whole situation that went down with Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith. So I guess he, you know, finally trying to address something, but not really address something. She called herself. Yeah. Let's play the clip a little bit. Keisha, actually. Now about Oscar night, my deepest hope is that these two intelligent, capable men have an opportunity to heal, talk this out, and reconcile. The state of the world today, we need them both. And we all actually need one another more than ever. Until then, Will and I are continuing to do what we have done for the last 28 years. And that's keep figuring out this thing called life together. What alopecia actually is. Now about- I call bullshit. Complete 100% bullshit. Because Thanks. she started off saying, talk about how alopecia. First of all, can Jada stop acting like this? Alopecia is afflicting her to this degree. <laughs> No, for real. Like, like Damn, all you jokes. Alopecia ain't real. No, I'm saying hers isn't as deep as she making it seem. Mm. Like, not to say that Jada doesn't have alopecia, but she says it like, oh my God. It's a terminal illness. Is, like, girl, you don't got lupus. She says like it's a terminal yeah, illness. Yeah, like, girl, shut the fuck up. You've you been shaving your head, to be honest. And then she's having it for years, so it's kind of like. I ain't know this shit was like deep, deep, like she's saying this. Is she, she taking medicine? I, th- I think that's definitely an excuse. Now, okay, yeah, she has alopecia, but I call bullshit because even with that speech, she made it by herself a little bit by talking about alopecia. And then saying, we need these two great men to come together. It's placing blame and fault at Chris Rock, too. Mm-hmm. I don't fault him for any of the... Cause I don't think that joke was The that joke bad. was not bad. It really wasn't. And then, as we all know, our award show, this is what they do. That's literally This is what he was hired to do. He didn't just talk about that. He talked about other people, too. We've seen other shows where it's like the joke, but it's it's a little more cringy. Like, yikes, did he really just say that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like they literally have shows where they go in. What's what's it called when they go in? A roast. They have roasting shows. Like, literally. Like, literally. So it's just like, by saying that, you're like, oh, these two men need to come together and we need love in the world. Really? Y'all didn't think about that? I mean, because you say this almost everywhere topic episode. We need love. So are you trying to say that you don't, y'all don't live in this mindset that we li- we need love? Jada will not acknowledge that Will slapped Chris because of her. Yeah. And that is an issue for me. Yeah, that's the issue with everybody. Everyone I, has. I just think that it's like, for your husband, first of all, okay, let's just call Another bullshit. Mm. Will did not do that to defend Jada's honor. And I think that is why Jada refuses to acknowledge hmm, that. He break did it down, that break it down, break it down. Why do you say that? Will did that to feel like a man and be a man in a space where the whole world has objectified him for his marriage with his wife. Mm. And I and it's obvious that in that moment, he just wasn't gonna do it. And I think it is true that if it was Shit, if it was Bernie Mac, man, he's so rest in peace, he wouldn't have went up there. Oh, he know damn well he here for good. He would have sat there and ate that. Even if it was Cat Williams, I mean, Cat Williams would have been that sad. If it was Kevin Hart, he wouldn't have did that. And mm. it was Kevin Hart. You think so? Kevin Hart's strong. He'll slap Will. But, you know, I think he may look down on Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart is so little, too. Kevin, you see them arms? Kevin Hart is as brolic as the New Yorkers say. He is, like, you could say I think strong. Kevin Hart would, like, immediately say something back. Exactly. And then, and Kevin Hart also is very petty, so it's like, yes. like, oh, now I'm gonna joke on you the rest of the night. Absolutely. Like, oh, gee, I'm gonna go on tour on your ass. Like now, thank I'm gonna you do for a Netflix me. show. No, like I'm doing a Netflix special called okay. Jada and Will. I'm gonna have a movie on your ass because that's what he do. he does. Movie now. Let, no, he he gonna do a limited series. 
Yeah. Like, he, he's petty. So I definitely think it was a targeted thing. So I, I think that's part of the reason why Jada won't acknowledge it. But I think, but it was still also done in a sense in, a, in her honor. Like, yeah, okay, it's yes. a fake sentiment. So she yes. should acknowledge it for the, for, the, for the facade they put on for the yeah. world. Yeah. And I think that Jada is like silently telling us, I don't she, care. She no know more. her husband. She's saying, I don't care. Like, like y'all know Will. Will ain't gonna do shit. I've been trying to leave Will. Will ain't trying to leave me. We just gonna be stuck married. I'm gonna do what I want. He do what he want. And and it's just like, for me, she's just... Everything with her speech nowadays, even her shows. I used to like... I mean, I when it first came out, I liked the Red... It was Red, interesting. I liked it. Because there were definitely different topics. Their approach was different. They brought different people. So I definitely liked it. They try to have this type of holistic, you know, open, emotional type of conversation and space you know but it's like if you're gonna be that then truly be that now you know she i hate when people throw this word of transparency around when you are not being transparent exactly even the speech it, it was just overly rehearsed it's overly produced as you said it's it's not authentic it's not real it's practice as hell it's like you wrote this speech 20 times over you had someone a professional come write it for you and stuff like Come on. It's not real anymore. It's just, it's even the way she is when she's talking about it. It's just like, and we're going to keep doing what we do in this life of 28 years together. It's like, I girl. never felt the love of Will and Jada. When people were saying black love, I never felt them. I felt more love with him and Neil Long on Fresh Prince than I felt with, and that's being I think honest. they were just an attractive couple together. That's what it is. They're both attractive people, and then when you see two black people that look together and they're together, it's like, oh, black love, you yeah, know? but... Mm, but they, I don't know if I ever really saw, like, black love per se. They you the know? same as I feel for Beyonce and Jay-Z, for real. Yeah, I don't... When I don't think about them and... who. Okay, what couple would you think of a celebrity that you'd be like, that's black, black like love? Like, I feel the love. Yeah. I feel the love with, with Russell and Sierra for sure. Absolutely. I feel Absolutely. the love with them. Absolutely. I even feel the love with Cardi and Take. What's the nickname? Offset. Take a, uh, oh, Offset. I didn't feel it at first. At first, I thought it was like, oh, this is yeah. fun. This is some. Let's think about somebody else. But Dude, I, 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 I accept that though. Don't diminish their love because they No, I accept. <laughs> <laughs> I accept it though. I accept it though. Um, who else? Like, who is in our black Hollywood? Because, you know, we also don't really have that many, per sure se. Which is why the little we have, we're like, oh, my God. Steph and Aisha. Oh, yes. LeBron and Savannah. Oh, yes. You know who I actually even like? Samuel L. Jackson and his wife. They're cute. They're cute. They're That's cute. a little they're TikTok low interview they did. And you could just see a little banter, the cuteness. I'm like, and they've been together for a long time. Angela Bassett and uh, Courtney B. Vance. Yeah. They're cute. I like- it's like, even though we don't see, sorry for cutting you off. No, but even ahead. though we don't see, like, them so much together in person, you know what I'm saying? But even when you just see them with just taking pictures and a wall show, you sense And even it. when they talk about each other, mm. it's a sense of like, yeah, that's my husband. Mm. That's my wife. Yeah, we at home. We do stuff. We got the kids. Like, they, there's a sense of like, we have a relationship you know for who real. else? Viola Davis. And her white man? Oh no, she was what a black man. What you mean, man. white man? He an actor too. What he you talking about? Man, I, forgot. I thought she was with a white man. No, nah, she she been with this black man. True, true, true. She been with him, and I used to watch. She, they were on Black Love, like the docu series, mm-hmm. and she talked about when she met him. Like she definitely prayed for a man. Like I want a man who already has kids to accept mm-hmm. me, to love me. And she's like, when we were on our first date, she was like, listen, I have bad credit. And he was like, I know you ass got bad credit, you know? And it's like, it was just one of those, like, it was just love. She felt safe immediately. Yeah. He called her after the day, like, I just want you to know I, I, I'm home and I really enjoy it and I like you. I think you're so beautiful. And she was like, wait, this man really likes me? You know, it's just, Aww. oh, my God. And, you know, they adopted a daughter together and stuff. 
man, it's just that authentic. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? Like, I, I feel like we still really haven't heard Will and Jada's love story. I don't get it. All I hear is we was young as hell. I just got out of my divorce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she accepted. They had drama. You know what I'm saying? She accepted my son. Mm. We was acting. Mm. I think it was too sexy. I mean, she's admitted that she wasn't even ready to marry. She was pregnant. I think that's what it was. I think that's what it was because I think they did talk about it because, you know, it was like she was pregnant. Her mom was like, okay, so y'all not going to get married. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it wasn't even like she wasn't ready to get married when they got married. It was just hellbent on not getting another divorce. It's not even, I don't even think he truly is invested in the marriage. I think he just will not go through another divorce. And I, I yeah, I think they're just at a point where it's like, listen, as she said, we going to figure this shit out. Another 28 years. Should She's I doing in love thing. with him and his first wife? Before them, you can see the chemistry a little bit. You can see it. You can the see the likeness. Exactly. Because they can see the compatibility. Yeah, because they only divorced because he was working a lot, and I guess maybe he was his eye was on some other woman or something. Like it wasn't yeah. really like oh they fought and it was some like because like Will can't be dedicated to the family. Yeah, it was something like that. So it's like I feel like they could survive in Will who Will is today. Uh, I about to say, yeah, I call Bullshit and Jada. Jada need to girl, be real, please, Jada. Be real as your alopecia, whatever it is you got going on. Hell no. All right, so let's keep it moving with black affairs. So our favorite family reunion on Twitter is coming up. The B- <laughs> you said family reunion? Yeah, that's the Twitter family reunion, <laughs> also known as the BET Awards. Mm. Um <clears throat> excuse me. Most of us have been watching the BET Awards since we were kids, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that the first BET Award was the BET Award of 2001. Oh. That was the first BET Award. and Because I remember BET Awards being so boom, boom, stars. Mm-hmm. Like, it definitely had an appeal Classy. to it. Yes. And okay. uh, it was definitely, like, black giving excellence. billboards, but black. Black excellence. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? It was definitely doing something. Um, But, you know, as usual... It's coming up, and the nominees came up. So some of these nominees, you know, best female R&B and pop artists. Let's pause there for a second. R&B and pop? What the hell is best female R&B pop artist? Oh, R&B It's like R&B backslash pop. What the hell is that? So are they, is there a separate category where it's just R&B? No, they literally combined R&B and pop. That's lazy. As if we do not have enough R&B and black pop artists. That's lazy, actually. It is lazy. And that's what I want to get into. So the best feed for, we have nominees for that. Ari Lennox, Chloe, Doja Cat, Her, Jasmine Sullivan, Mary J. Blige, Summer Worker, Summer Walker. You can just hear how weird that combo is. Yeah. Same thing for maybe like best group. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pac, they really like, you know, milking this Silk Sonic thing. Mm -hmm. Chloe Halley, City Girls, Little Baby and Little Dirk. They're they a group? group. They had one oh little album my together. God. You know what I mean? Migos, Young Dolph and Key I, mean, I think it's okay. Y'all, need, y'all, need, y'all don't need to. If y'all want to celebrate Young Dolph's life, celebrate his life. Y'all don't got to have him in no category with yeah. Key Glock. Like, yeah. Celebrate his life and let it be that. Yeah. But the big story, Um. well, before we get to the big story, I do like that Wiz Kid is nominated. What's he nominated for? He's actually nominated for Best Collaboration, um, Essence, 
okay. Ju- um, Justin Bieber and Thames, which pissed me off. Oh, they could have just gave it to him and Thames. Yeah, but why include Justin? And he's also nominated in Best Male R and B Pop Artist. Okay, how he falls into that category, I don't know, but I am happy that for once he is not Best International Act because uh, I actually thought that's what it was going to be. Yes. But that's nice. So it is nice to see that, like, that means he actually is recognized, like. Fully, not just as oh, and he's the international star, but oh, he's part of our American music. He's officially crossed over. Yeah, but it's, let's speak about this international act category. Um, Dave, the rapper from UK, mm-hmm. Dinos from France, Fali Upupa from um, DRC. What is that? I don't know what that stands for. DRC, mm-hmm. Dominican Congo. I don't know. Wait, what? Bitch, hold on. <laughs> Let me see DRC. Uh, it definitely not. It's not. Di- you said Dominican Congo? No, I said the Department of Republic Congo. <laughs> I don't know. Fireboy, Nigeria. I'm sorry, dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> ah, okay. No, okay, go ahead. Madam Geographer, what does DRC stand for? DRC. I feel like it's Republic of Congo. That's what I meant. You said Dominican Department Republic no, of you know Congo, what it was? Bitch. I was thinking Republic Congo, but then I was thinking Dominican Republic. <laughs> Common mistake. No, let me look for what the, the D stands for, because I think it's Democratic, but I may be wrong, G. Anyway, yes. Ludmilla from Brazil. Little Sims from UK. Major League from South Africa. Tacey from France. And yep. Thames from Nigeria. So okay. that is the... Um, International artists. So I think they did, they did pretty good. But the big controversy around. I'm sorry, the beat, by the way, it definitely is democ- uh, democratic. Democratic. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the um, but the big contro- controversy around the BET Awards this year is that Lil Nas X feels that he was snubbed from an award again. So, Again, so Lil Nas X let off a couple of tweets, one of them saying, thank you, BET Awards, and outstanding zero nominations again, black excellence. I try to be humble so bad, but it's really fuck you, a lot of you, to a lot of you niggas. He also went on this long rant about how he feels that if you're gay and black in the industry, Mm. not only... um, you know, do you fight to do well? But once you do well, you're still fighting to be seen. Mm. Um, and a lot of people also kind of like clap back to the fact that Jack Harlow was nominated for more awards than Lil Nas X. So my question is, for it being Black Entertainment Awards, do you think white people should be nominated? No. Mm. I thought about this this morning. No, because the point of this, it is Black Entertainment Awards. So highlight us, yeah. It is, I think that, the first qualification of this award is being black. Yeah. If you want to highlight people like Jack Harlow and their contribution to hip hop. feature. No. You leave that for the hip hop awards that y'all do in October. That's true. Because he is a hip hop artist and you can include him in hip hop. Hip hop is not an exclusive thing. Absolutely. We're saying black entertainment. Let it be black entertainment. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Right. It definitely is insulting because is. we all know that no matter how you feel about you know Lil Nas X, how you feel about his sexuality, but G, his music is popping, popping, and it's consistently popping too. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I did think maybe that his one song, you know, his country song with uh-huh. um, Billy Ray Cyrus, it was just gonna Old be like it, you know, is it gonna be like just a one hit? But I'm like, he came out with another hit. I have his album personally. Mm. I did download it. Yeah. I would feel hurt too because you, if anything, you expect to be acknowledged, highlighted, and celebrated by your community. Yeah, and to me, it's just kind of like there is no category that Lil Nas X could not have been in. Absolutely, he could have been in pop. He could have been R and B, pop, 
He could have been R&B because that album did have at least one of those for everything. And I think it's the same argument we almost have with Doja Cat. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like they be just throwing Doja Cat and stuff Mm -hmm. when it's like, you know, if you're going to nominate her for being a pop artist, nominate her for one of her pop songs. If you're nominating her as a rap star, then let it be a year one of her rap songs really go off. You know what I mean? Like even this whole rhetoric that Doja Cat is not a rapper now Mm -hmm. is so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. So it's just kind of like, I do think that there is, it is a personal, it is like against him because Saucy Santana is another person that was brought up. That wasn't nominated. That wasn't nominated. I don't know if he's performing or not. I would hope he's at least performing. But you know, I feel like they're kind of leaving just the music industry. I think it's going to take a little minute before Saucy Santana could leave the little box to see he's in. Really? They put, no. Obviously, we know that he's not in a box, right? Because we listen to his music. We see the potential. He's reached the potential. Mm-hmm. And we can see how great he could actually be. Right. He makes good music. Uh, but are people ready to see him really perform on the main big stage? I don't think so. Mm. You know, this is uh, openly gay, flamboyant, bearded, thick, big man. No, like, think about it. Like, no, image is everything also in the entertainment um, industry. I, I think in the BET Awards, and this is the thing about the BET Awards, if we're ready to talk about BET even as a network, mm-hmm. BET supports and propagands a lot of the imagery that we as black people say we want to stray from. Mm. For example, BET, the BET Awards is real ghetto and everybody knows that. It's because the BET Awards will purposely endorse they will invite rappers that they know have gun charges and rico charges and all type of drama before they invite a gay rapper yeah yeah you know what i'm saying that's why beyonce and them don't go no more it's It's the hood now it's It's the the hood hood. y'all want to invite people that don't have no business y'all got instagram models you know people people that have too much messy stuff they have no business they have no business being being at the award now you've invited them to present they need need a revamp they need a bt needs a revamp even the shows I don't agree that y'all just let Tyler Perry buy the whole now. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? Tyler Perry media is not the media that just needs to be 24-7. So, you know, let's even talk about BET because I was looking at BET. So, there's BET. There's BET Plus. There's BET Her. Her. Right? And and there's this, is it BET Star? There's some other one, BET Weird one that I saw. Yeah, I'm just like, which one, one is this one? And it's like, they have shows for all those, like, TikTok Instagram people. Mm-hmm. So those comedians that you be seeing, they have a show on BT. I'm just like, what, yep. what, what? I mean, I guess cool because I guess other channels may do it too. Nightwish may do it too, but I'm just like, wait, what is this? Like BT shows don't have substance anymore. Nothing. It's just D- BT programming. It, it I sucks. would love to get the job as a BT programming director because yeah. it's just it like sucks. even the shows that they buy licensing for. It's like, bro, you're not gonna tell me. 30 years later, Martin is the only show y'all going to invest in licensing for. Only. Why Netflix got more than y'all? Netflix has more than one y'all. One-on-one, half-and-half. Uh, it's not know, there. Like, it's not on BT. Y'all should have acquired the UPN catalog. How dare y'all let Netflix get that before y'all? All them UPN shows. Girl, Hulu got it. What you talking about? Paramount got it. Yeah. What you talking about? Netflix got it. What you mean? Every other, every other network has it. All the but BT. Yeah. Are y'all being cheap? What's happening? Can y'all can't? Is it that y'all can't afford it? You know, BT is just, is you know, 
BT is now, you know, how BT night was. It's giving swap me. That's, yeah, it's like y'all just trash all, all around. Because yeah. before BT, like, at night, that's when you see the raunchy stuff, right? It's like, y'all letting Viacom do y'all dirty. It, absolutely. Absolutely. I guess they got basketball wise or something. That's VH1. They, that's VH1, okay. That's another thing. Why don't BT have no um, good reality shows? Girl, they have hella reality but it's nonsense. That's what I'm saying. Why I don't have no good ones? The nonsense. Why Bravo got all the good black shows? <laughs> At least for my age, baby, I don't outgrew VH1 reality shows. But speaking of B, um, BT, so there's this show that I watch on BT called American Gangsta Trap Queens. Mm. And it's on BT. So basically, it's about trap queens, you know, women who were in fraud, whether they sold drugs, whether, you know, any illegal activity, Is that crime. the show Kiki House? Like Kiki Palmer? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It's no one is hosting it, but the voiceover is Kim, Lil' Kim. Oh. So they have this woman, and they've served time. They definitely do come, and they say, you know what? I, I was a gangster. I sold drugs. Oh. And, you know, watching the show, there are different type of scams, see? It is. It's some examples, some that they go to the mall, they steal the clothes, you know, what do they call them? That boosting. Be boosting, and they go sell it outside. Mm-hmm. And this specific one, she boosts almost everything. Pots, pans, you know what I'm saying? Another one she does, she goes to Rent-A-Center. You know, when Rent-A-Center was big, she goes to rent a furniture for one fifty. And then sell it to celebrities for four thousand, and just never returned it. So she goes to that. G- wait, people stupid like that. I'll do that one. Rena said it's like you just don't return the shit. Hell yeah, you just pay the fine. No, you pay. She don't pay no fine. You just don't return it. You have if you're renting, you you True. have to. You're renting it. You True. don't own it. You're renting it. You know what I'm saying? People do rent. I forgot. Like people do rent furniture. Rents to own. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she said one fifty just to grant it. Boom. She sold it for four k, and that's it. And she goes with different IDs. People make. That's gonna say they go on your credit. People make fake. We've talked about how y'all know not. I'm sure everybody is getting weird text messages, right? Yeah. Weird phone calls, weird bank alerts. Y'all be sharp, G, because it's like I get different text messages like, "Oh, you need to pay this or check this." Or mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, "Whatever." So people they go on the dark web. G, I Google what the dark web is. I was scared to. Oh, Google. you didn't know what the dark web? I knew what it was. But I'm like, let me just Google this shit. Not you were scared. I, I mean, hey, because you know people they be tracing this stuff. I don't want them to put me on a lot, you know. But people go on the dark web. You know, you get your connection, and they literally buy hundreds, thousands of people's information. Like they could buy our information. You know what I'm saying? Like all these websites that we buy from whatever information, yeah. they still they sell our information. They sure do. So they could buy it. They know what's in our account, IDs, and boom, this lady, she she had all the instruments to make her own credit card, G. She literally create credit card in her basement, G. That's how, that's how I'm like bitches that we see on Instagram, G, that be turning up, that we be like, we know you ain't got no job. I was just like, like we know you ain't got no job. We know you ain't graduate college Life or school. But bitches be scamming. Facts. They be trap queens, G. G. They be selling drugs on the low. They be doing fraud for one nine on the low. Facts. It's like this shit people be doing. Or G, I saw one financial aid at university. You yes. know, you know our return checks that we get. Mm-hmm. She cashed that shit for herself. G. So many after a while, people are like, ah, I didn't get my return check. Return Didn't that happen at Howard two, three years ago? Yes. So it's it's a good show, G, because you're like, damn, motherfuckers really be out here. People selling like opioids. Opio, how do you say it? Opioids. 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 I can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Open up fake um pain management centers and stuff. Damn. 
Yes. Selling lean. You know, partying with celebrities. And people, this people, there's one I watched yesterday. She literally make $1 million in a month. Do How? what? She was selling um um oxys and you know painkillers and selling liens. Is how or you know freak um, credit card scammed? How do you make hundred thousand a month? Five hundred thousand a month, one million a month. Yeah, just did you, the main one I watched yesterday. Um, she's the butt implant queen, G. She's done celebrities. The one that did the basements in Bronx. Yes. Mm -hmm. She she said she could make 30K in one night. It started, you know, this bot injection stuff also started with um, transgenders. Mm -hmm. Because I I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. It mainly started with them. So, of course. Because they've been trying to get their bodies done. So, later on, you know, women and celebrities, and she's done, she she ain't named what celebrity. I looked it up. She said she told Kim, um, K. Michelle, she needs to stop. But K. Michelle was doing too much. Obviously, we know. I'm crying. Yeah, K. Michelle. People said Nicki. She probably did Nicki Minaj and stuff. Nicki. Nicki was early on that. Yep. And it's just like this bitch was just making 30k in one day, bitch. 50k in one day. Seven. I'm like this motherfucker's salary for a year, G. Y'all watch trap and it's real life story. Like they come no, up, they serve is. their time. Some people serve twelve years, ten years. You know what I mean? The time don't even be that long. I mean, I can never serve it, but it's like in the hindsight, it be long, G. You come out and get your money again? No, no, though. If you because invest if, it well. if, if you're smart and you have some, you know, offshore account, G. Because once the the government sees you, there's one that the government, you know, they arrested her. They took everything in her house. She has half a million dollars of jewelry at home. Boom. They took all her TVs. They're going to be bogus, too. Because when they arrest them, your TVs, everything that they could pull, take away, they take away. They freeze your accounts. You ain't got yep. shit. You ain't got shit. So if you have some offshore account or you saving some, you know, little houses, whatever, okay. But a lot of times it's like, they, gee, I'm just like, so Tribe Queens, I'm like, damn, bitches be out here be. No, women, it definitely be like a lot of women that's in the life. I wish I was hard. I'm not, ah. I ain't gonna stunt. In another life, maybe I'll be a scammer. Maybe come off. Ah, oh, maybe I'll sell drugs, G. I don't know. I was close. <laughs> I thought about it, G. I thought about it. We thought it. about it a little bit too. We tried to think G, about it. I thought about that shit, man. Nah. Like, oh, was it to me? But it's like, you know, we're also hurting people. You're hurting the community. I ain't selling crack cocaine. <laughs> what you finna sell? What you finna sell? I'm gonna sell what's legalized now. I ain't gonna hold you, G. That's why I was trying to get into the weed business. I'm telling the truth. I was trying to sell edibles and shit. Ooh, if I would have stuck to it, I might have a little dispensary. You see that? I'd be ignoring my blessing. But you, you never know if you have been jammed up and arrested. Go for people bad thing. You never know. I mean, our neighbor, when we were in college, we saw when the, the little Pablo in our neighborhood, G. Come on. We saw when the police was raiding his apartment. Now that was crazy. Okay. That was crazy. They had the helicopter. No, that was crazy for yeah. no reason. But it's just interesting to see. Because, you know, normally you just hear American gangsters and it's men, 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 men. You know, so it's interesting to hear this black woman. And they talk this shit. They Even after being in jail, like, this still on some, I'm a boss. So that what I do like about it is that they serve their time and they come out, you know, better. You know, they yeah. feel bad. They have remorse. And then they now starting legitimate businesses you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like real businesses you know um it's produced by judge mathis he's also one oh, of the really? yeah he's one of the producers mm-hmm. and little kim is you know the voice you know over the voiceover yeah so it's, it's it's nice y'all should watch it it's quite interesting okay i'm gonna check it out i gotta watch it on bet plus though so i'm like that's some if you have prime okay. you have prime it's on bet you know prime, kinda give prime? You, yeah it kind of gives you access oh, to okay BT. yeah um so that's one of the decent shows like i say they got 
Did I watch? All right, it's some other little slave narrative show that they that people like. What's it called? Slave narratives. Oh, cult narrative. It's a cult narrative. Ruthless. G, yeah. that's my show, bitch. Now, nah, okay, okay, okay. People be talking about no, that ruthless. G, G, y'all need to watch ruthless. That's now. Is the writing the best? No, it's not the best because there's certain things that you just even with the acting, you're like, okay. Move to the next scene. Like sisters. What is this? Yeah, not as bad as sisters though, because it's, it's more of a diverse cast. Sisters is those main women, and you're like, what the hell are y'all doing? What are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying like this is horrible, but it's more diverse. There's different people, different things going on. So basically, ruthless is about a cult, and I'm into cults. I tend to like look up different cults. You know, I lot, I watch a lot of cult documentaries. There's actually just new new cult that's on Hulu. They're talking about it's called the Deep End, and it's a white woman. And they're trying to figure out if it's truly a cult or she she says she's some guru. Yeah, whatever. But back to um, Ruthless. So basically just follow this man who's a cultic leader and he's Hispanic looking as fuck. But he's a he's black power and the white man is against you. But, you know, he's on probation. Okay, he's been in prison and he's gay. He be fucking a man. Okay, um, but he doesn't want people to have sex. And then when he wants to, like, kind of make the woman divine and stuff, he has seven men sleep with her, and he watches it happen. Gee, it's intense, but it's good. It's good drama. It's good, like, horrible, bad drama, but you're just like, damn, this is good. It's good. I know you're looking at me crazy. I'm like, this And then, you know what I like about it? A lot of shows, HBO, stars, when they show nudity, it's mainly women. They show the breasts. They're quick to show breasts. And that's something I've always hated. Like, okay, if y'all want to go there... Make it equal. Why is it just breasts and ass we seeing? The men, let's see the men too. They should have did. You see penis. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm, okay. Like for me, I'm like, okay, look at equal opportunity going on here, Tyler Perry. This is about Tyler Perry. Mm. I'm like, Tyler Perry, freaky. It's it's a decent show. But that's it. Do you think Tyler Perry gay? I mean, he has talked about him being abused by, you know. No, that's not the question. I, is he gay? I don't know if he lives his life as a gay man, but I definitely do think and believe that he definitely is attracted to gay men, to men. He's attracted, he's attracted to men. Because mm. there's this um, gospel singer, Donnie. Uh, Donnie Hathaway? No, black gospel singer. Is that what, it's not Hathaway, it's something else. Mm-hmm. Is that is, is that a real name or you just made that shit up? No, I think that's his name for real. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. All right, man. Look it up real quick. Donny Hathaway? I believe that's his name. Are you sure? I'm not, but I believe that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's not the one I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Bitch, Donny Hathaway? No, this a, man died in no, 1979. But I know who you're talking about, though, though. I know. It's like Donald McCockle or something yeah. like that. McClock, it, McClockin. Donald yes. McClockin. He's not married. And also in the Christian community, gospel community, if you are not married as a pastor, it's like... Why? As a religious leader, it's yeah. kind, of, kind of like what's going on. Because mm-hmm. um, he gay, he don't want to be heard. Or yes. Like so that. I think he has said that you know he does have homosexual tendencies mm-hmm. or homosexual, but he's fighting that urge or that spirit. So I think it's the same with Tyler Perry. Like I don't think I don't know, but he doesn't openly live his life as a gay man or as an open like bisexual man. But I do think that he's attracted to men, but he's trying to live this straight life. I think he gets to live his gay fantasies as Medea. The day that that man said he bring Medea into the bedroom. Do you think he does? Do you you really? I don't think he puts the full get up on. Maybe on some like fake Kiki Lewis stuff at the moment. To even pop into the voice is too much. Do you think? How you gonna pop into the voice? He's he's doing that while as as when he's having sex with a woman. He does that, or you think while he's the man, he does that. 
I think we're both. I think I'm sure he has his little guy boo thing on the side. Yeah, he probably got a little, you know, a little young PA. A little something. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, he has a child. I mean, shout out to him. He's been in this $100 million mansion. You saw it? Yeah, that big ass house. He, I mean, he's like, I'm going to do black excellence to the see the same shit white is that folks black do. black excellence or is it just like, ostentatiousness? I think it's almost like white people do it, so I'm going to do it too. I guess. That's what I get from it. It's like uh, white people can do it, so I have the means to do it. I am going to do it too so they yeah. can see a nigga doing this shit. True. And it's like, okay, do your shit. Usually when white people build mansions like that, they have legacies of some sort. Like, it's I like, mean, he's leaving his legacy. We may not... I agree with his shows and like it. No, but not he has even that. I mean, like, not his intangible legacy. Like, they uh-huh. can have kids and families and he stuff. He got a son. He may have more kids. Maybe true. He may, he may have more kids. I think you at least have one more. Who knows? He probably adapt, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think Oprah leaving her money to? I mean, Oprah do have a lot of kids. I mean, not biologically. Um, girl, I don't know. She Them got South African kids. Right, or maybe to Gail's daughter. I don't know. Oh, maybe she close with Gail kid. Oh yeah, I mean her, her and Gail are like this. No, you I mean she like her kids. Oh no, no, no. They because I've watched you know some little interview and she's like yeah like they're tight. At least the oh, daughter. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> no, it's cute. Imagine if Oprah was your auntie. Girl, yes. Sure. I'll be like auntie Oprah. I mean, like when me, I'm successful, and I'm rich. I'll give your kids some stuff too. Now. I hope so. Come on, so yeah, like it, it wouldn't be like a, it wouldn't be, it would be I like. I know Gail and Oprah. I mean, I know they was close, but I'd be wondering about their friendship at times. Yeah, but they tight. What's the next? Um, what else are we watch? So since we talking so much about TV, let's talk about Blood Sisters. Blood Sisters. So Blood Sisters was this um, limited docu series on um, Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And it's part of the Netflix Africa Strong Black Lead Connect. You know, before they fired everybody at Netflix. <laughs> um, that whole connection. So, you know, as proper Nightjack girls, of course, we watched it. Okay. And we have our thoughts and ideas. Mm. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. So, if you have not watched it and you're interested in watching it and you don't want to hear some tea, fast forward about 10 minutes. Okay? <laughs> so, um, essentially what this movie, limited series, is about two best friends. And one of the best friends is about to get married. Um, and her husband is not the best husband for her. Mm-mm. And because of a tiff, because, you know, they was going back and forth. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. The best friend, who is also the maid of honor, ends up accidentally killing the, yeah. the husband or mm-hmm. the husband-to-be. And you see in this limited series, it leads to a series of adventures, lies, secrets, mm-hmm. um, just situations. And the whole time I'm watching this, I said, damn, me and Erica would do this just like this. I was thinking about, I'm like, oh, bitch, don't think too deep. Don't think too deep. Don't think negative. But I was thinking, like, definitely. I was. I was going to text my I'm like, nah, bitch, be like. <laughs> like, you know, God forbid, I don't ever want to be in a yeah, situation no, like yes. that. Definitely. God forbid. not. But obviously, because, you know, if you are, um, if you do watch Nigerian movies on Hollywood, you're aware of the title Blood Sisters, right? Yes. The original Blood Sisters were actually Blood Sisters. It was like ritualists. Yeah, yeah. but they're actually like Blood Sisters, right? And uh, then it's like one of the sisters was doing like voodoo on the other one and she slept with the hus- sister's husband, whatever, you know? But this one, 
the different the meaning of blood sister it took a different meaning it did take you a know what i'm saying meaning. and that's what i really appreciated because blood the spill of blood that they both spilled right mm. it connected them on a deeper level even though they were already best friends they're already sisters they lived yeah. together grew up together mm-hmm. it was just like this blood we blood sisters now because we like committed this, this point, horrible crime together we in this. and just to see you know i think this is the main purpose of this review is just also talk to talk about nigerian media right yeah. The different, there are definitely different aspects of Nigerian media. Mm-hmm. You know, there is the Netflix, you know, Nigerian movie nowadays. Yeah. There's still the Yoruba movie on, uh, YouTube. on YouTube and regular stuff on YouTube as well. But this was definitely produced well and directed well. And written well. Yeah, and written well. So, yeah, there are different little loopholes that were like could have been filled in or whatever. But, hey, no movie or limited series is ever perfect. Yes. However, based on the history of how we know Niger movies can be, Niger movies tend to be highly improvised. Yes. Like, we know we're talented people, right? Like, obviously, we're talented. We got the skill. Mm. Niger movie is all about drama. That's what I really define Niger movies. Like yeah. the genre is always drama. Like even me, when I consider myself an actress, I, I probably say Nigerian because that's what I'm passionate about. I'm interested I'm interested in. And like, I love the drama. It'd be dramatic as fuck for yeah. no damn reason. I think soap opera level of drama. Yeah, like and it's and that type of writing. And you be like, why is this too dramatic? But it's good drama. Mm. So I'm going to keep watching it. So it was definitely good in that manner. Like I, I enjoyed it. I watched it in the whole day. I'm just like, oh, okay. Next. I'm about to nerd out on y'all with this theater, TV, media shit. Because I watched it with such, you know, first of all, I watch everything with critical eyes. Mm -hmm. But the first thing I pay attention to when I watch things outside of direction is the writing. Absolutely. And what struck me, and I think one of my favorite parts about watching this was that I love to see stories. Mm. Right? And I love that, like... It very was like, you can tell that whoever wrote this and directed this is Western influenced, okay? And you can tell it's something where it's like, okay, uh, I watch crime movies or I watch suspicious or mystery movies. Like, I watch those type mm, of movies. Relax. You said Western. Why? That's Western influence. Because real quick, I feel like sometimes we, especially those Netflix Night Jam movies, it tends to be. They try so hard to be overly westernized yes. where it makes it super corny and just not authentic. And it's like, come on. So explain when you say Western. Why I say Western influence is because this story is a it's, it's like some recipes to stories. Right. So for example, a buddy cop movie. It's a recipe we see all the time. You see buddy cop movies and Lethal Weapon rush hour um bad boys it's the idea of two cops who are friends who go through this story together whatever whatever that's a buddy cop we see it um in murder mystery right who done it those are the things so this was a archetype of like the it's it's somewhat of the murder mystery kind of like a who done it in a sense but like uh we did a crime how are we gonna get out of it right and it also kind of follows that the recipe of like Fast forward, they like they used a lot of techniques that is used in like Western media, not necessarily American, but like in Western technique and film technique. It's like this is a formula we use for this type of story. So you know what? I would agree with the technique, right? Yes. But I would not necessarily agree with the first part that you mentioned. Reason being because when we watch a lot of Yoruba movies, there are a lot of times that people commit crimes together. Mm. The only difference is that Juju is involved. Because it's like, oh, the friend advised the friend 
do this juju. Yes. We're going to do this together. Don't tell anybody. No one will find out. How do people not find out? Let's be secretive. Let's do this. Mm. Blah, blah. Long story short, actually, too, the, the secret comes out. Yes. Right. That is the. You know what I'm saying? Which is why. That story is that, and the only difference is like, is voodoo involved, right? Mm. So that's the only part where I'd be like, I don't know if I super agree that that part is westernized, but the technique used yeah. to how you know to demonstrate or illustrate it i would agree that's what I'm saying. i think that the, the way that they purposely wrote it not the idea of two friends committing a crime and hiding it that's not a new idea but the whole idea of how it was shot to how it was directed to how it was unveiled to me is like this is westernized right like even from little stuff for example um a lot of the climax and a lot of the the twists and turns in the movie used a lot of simple things, right? Like one one issue, one thing that happened, one scene that stuck out to me that I felt was like, oh, this is such a perfect thing, and it's so unique to only happen in Nigeria. Um, was when they had like they were trying to, I think, drop off the money, or they were trying to do something really sneaky, and. They got stopped by the police on the, you know, the road check. That is such a Nigerian concept because that's not something that we do in America. But the idea of like, okay, a bunch of regular things happening, Murphy's Law to stop and interrupt the plan that I'm already trying to do is what adds to like, this is a theatric element that we use. It's a formula, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Definitely it's a formula. I, I was definitely so proud. I enjoyed it. You know what? I quite enjoyed it more than um, Bad Boys. Is it Bad Boys? I want Boys. King of Boys. Oh, boys no, King. I didn't. Okay. King of Boys was beautiful, too. King of Boys was too long. I think that was, was the issue. Long. It was too long. It Good, great concept. Yeah. Great direction. The actors did a phenomenal job, but it was long. Especially because it was a one and two. Yeah, exactly. Even that one, it was just like, ah, oh, it didn't have to be Because obviously they weren't trying to make a two, so I think they made one so long. Because if they knew they was going to make that two, I don't think one would have been that long. Mm-hmm. But I think that they did a great job of filling in those plot holes. They did. They did. Because, and also... That that's where the difference in what they what they signed. Because as I watched it, I was like, oh, they obviously pitched this as a movie, but Netflix told them to make it a limited series. Absolutely, like you could tell. I think the first couple of episodes, you're like, oh, this this should have been a movie. This it was movie. meant to be a movie. Yeah, but you could tell they had to fill in stuff. They had to do stuff to make it a limited series. Like Netflix, was like, no, we got a limited series budget. And you know, I love how it showed the class and also poverty of Nigeria too. Yeah. Like I tend to forget, like Lagos Island is an island. It's an island. It's an island. Like, it, people live underwater. And even though I lived in Nigeria, I didn't realize that for the longest. Like, people, yeah. like, you have houses built underwater. They did a good job with the geography. Yes. Of the, the, like, they, you can tell that they purposely picked their locations. locations. Girl. It was a purposeful location. Everybody, what I be talking about? I want to meet her one day. Her, the person who produced, you know, the, the film house is like she, Ebony. And I don't say westernized in a like, oh, she copied America. You could tell she studied film. Absolutely. That's just it. You can just tell that she studied film because yeah. it's just a lot of like, this is a tech, this is like a purposeful choice. And I, I like it because, yes, it has Western influence in the production, but it also still feels authentically Nigerian. Which is what I was trying to say Which about is, the road style. Exactly. Thing, right? Like, it's like that, that is very unique to Nigeria. It's, and only a Nigerian would understand how, like, Damn, you do be trying to do shit, and they be stopping you on the road. Like we don't have road checks like that in America. Just, just some of the cultural nuances. That's was that was my favorite part of it because it was like 
the story is able to continue because this is something that can only exist in this society. Exactly. Because my issues with a lot of movies, like, y'all try so hard. If it's a Nigerian movie, it's certain Western culture stuff we can't really place in our movies. Yes. It's not going to feel right. Because it don't work. It's going to be corny. It's going to be fake. It's going to be forced. Because right? it don't exist in our society. It, it, it doesn't. We can't even, even as Nigerian actresses, like, you can't even fully act this out. Because yeah. it's just not natural to you. It's you not culturally relevant. You can't even write it to even, you know what I mean? So it's just like, but... I like this. So y'all watch it, okay? Definitely watch Blood Sisters. It's definitely a great watch. Um, and it's and again, it's a limited series, so you can watch it in pieces if you feel like like it's going to take too much time or, you know what I'm saying, or you don't have the time for it. It's like four episodes. So it's like four hours and... No, it's more than four episodes. No, it was like four, it wasn't the long. It was like four, four episodes. Are you sure? Yeah. It was like each episode was like an hour, though. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was more than four episodes. Mm-mm, girl, that's why you watched it in one day. It was only like four. True, yeah. true, true, true. It was only like four episodes. It was a good show. So, y'all, um, we have a topic for the day. Because it's been a while, Dami, since we've had a topic. We're like, today, let's talk some shit. You know, let's keep it real. Let's give y'all some tea. Tea time. Okay, we got a little wine, you know, popping, so we feeling good. We're like, let's just let's just talk. Let's have some girl talk. Facts. I mean, guys, y'all definitely listen to because it's girls and guy talk. Facts. You know what I mean? Um, but what are we talking about today? All right, guys. Y'all know it's that season. <laughs> Not that season. It is that season. The weather getting warm. Yeah. Memorial Day has passed. Mm-hmm. If you're still in a relationship past Memorial Day. What you doing, sis? Congratulations, I guess, because... Damn. Cuffing season has ended. Damn. So with cuffing season, we just wanted to give you all a little bit of tips and tricks for breaking up respectfully. Just in the voice. How to respectfully be F and F, right? Which one is F? Oh, fuck nigga free. So um, let's start. So basically, um, Nene Leaks, mm. right? We know her husband passed away. Yes. And she has this new African boyfriend. Yes. He's like a designer, like male. He creates. Is that what he does? Yeah, he creates like, you know, like a tillot. Oh. He creates like, you know, male suits and stuff like that. Okay. That's what he does. So apparently she's being sued by her boyfriend's ex wife. Okay. Basically, he's suing her for, you know, posting pictures of them together. Oh. She's suing for $100,000. I'm like, suing oh, for that. Like, Girl. Oh, is that his ex-wife or his estranged wife? Estranged wife. Because otherwise, it's like, ex-wife, girl, get your bit of ass. Yeah, estranged. estranged wife. That's it. That was the word for posting pictures and, you know, putting their relationship out there while she's still dealing with stuff and things of that nature. There's not much information out yet. But I saw is that she's suing for $100,000. I'm like, $100,000, that's it, girl. Like, if, I wish like, people could teach me how to sue. Girl. Because I wish I could sue my exes for posting bitches too soon, too. So let's talk about it, G. So do you think the the estranged wife has a right to sue any leaks? I'm yes. like, oh, okay. Because for me, I'm like, why not sue the husband? But why do you say so? Well, I guess, yeah, it makes more sense to sue the husband. But I would sue Nene Leaks because you are infracting on the covenant of marriage. Mm. That's what that's what she's getting her for. Like, this is a known covenant of marriage. We are legally binding, legally. and you are infracting on that. And you are the celebrity, so therefore, it is your platform that is now broadcast to the world that my husband is infidel. Cause his yeah. his shit ain't get that on the shade room. It was it her didn't. post that now has made yeah. it. Yeah, 
yeah. all over the world that now my husband is an infidel. Damn. Because it is strange. It's not like they're divorced yet. It's like, but I can still be fighting for you. What if they're legally separated? What if she's still fighting for him? What and if? then, you know, Lili, Nini, she posted, you know, Snapchat, like, oh, you know, we're just going to move with love, you know. And she posted a video of, like, yours, ours, with her and the man in the background. And it's like, girl, come on. I don't like all that yours, my ours. You don't like the post or you didn't you didn't like No, the... I don't like the concept of yours, mine, ours. <coughs> oh, right, damn. Cause that's what she's trying to say. Like, girl, you mad. We share him at this I, point. I thought she meant ours like me and him ours. Cause that the song the, that actual no. song does not involve ours or third party. To be funny. This ain't no scissor, you know. She's we trying can, to be you... funny. She definitely was trying you to be funny. You gotta read Shay. She's trying she to be She definitely funny. was trying to be She's trying to say, well, bitch, if you this man, yours, mine, he ours. Bitch, come on now. No, facts. In that sense, I, no, I definitely agree that she's trying to be <laughs> shady. The point was to be shady, hence the video, the song, yeah. the motion, all that. But if she meant ours, like this is our man, she would have played scissor, bitch. No, she wouldn't. And he ain't that current to be going back to 2016 to pull the weekend. Come on, she's gonna pick the most current song. All right, so let's break it down. How soon can you post pics with your new boo after a breakup? After a breakup, how soon? How soon is too soon? What's a good time frame? You know, because it's like if you're done from the with the relationship, do you owe your boo and your ex anything? I think there needs to be a mutual understanding, one. Like, of? one, we need to know that we both broken up. Okay, it can't be course. like we into it and I didn't know that we was like Oh, we on a break. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Like we have to know that we are both over. Like for real. For real, for real over. Then two, um, I think that also make sure I'm comfortable with it. I think so. And if you're not talking mm. to me. Explain that. Because it's like, bro, I shouldn't see we just broke up and then one week later you posted a new girl. Right, right, right. You know, you know me. I assume we dated, you know me, you know I ain't folding for that. Yeah. Get, you know, use your discretion. Give yourself two months. But she owe you that, though? I would hope so. I don't subscribe to this now, to this idea, unless it was like a scorned ending. I don't subscribe to this idea that once it's over, I don't owe you anything. Maybe the word may not be owe, but it may be like respect. Yes, and that's the thing. It's like, for what we shared, I think you should respect me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's a common respect. Because I have spoken to women who said that, you know, they break up, him, you know, them and their ex break up, and then it's like, gee, literally two days later, him and another one moved in together. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, they're posting. And it makes you think, like, how y'all immediately move in together after we just broke up? Or how you are immediately posting stuff together after? Or how you already almost having a baby? After we just broke up. Because then it makes you think Ooh. that you were definitely doing things while we're in a relationship. You were. Because there's just no... I do think some men are petty in the sense of even if it's some little girl they're talking to, they're going to instantly post just to be on some petty stuff. I, but I think definitely it's like if you're that quick to post, to me, there has been some history between you and that person. Y'all were just waiting for us to break up. I hate to say this. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. But to me, men don't break up with women unless they have somebody already. Mm, really? And that's a hot take. That's a hot take. I'm telling y'all, men to me, I'm not a man, but from what I observe, I feel like men try to force you to break up with them because in their mind they feel like, oh, she broke up with me and she'll handle it better. Mm-hmm. But if they they break up with you, like they physically be like, yo, 
It's done. Woo, woo, woo. They already got somebody. I agree. I think it definitely in a lot of cases that's the, that is the case. I don't think men just like uh, Be- I'd rather choose my sanity than this relationship. No, because no. you know a man. During the relationship, they're the bad guy, but they don't want to be the bad guy. Like, even though that they're being the bad guy during the relationship, but they don't want to be the one to end it as the bad guy. So they kind of force you to end the relationship. Exactly, because it's for their ego at the end of the mm. day. Like, men just don't, like, they just don't want to be that person. You know what I'm saying? Even though they're the reason. So I... I want to ask this. What is the difference between a good guy and a nice guy? Okay, so to me, a good guy is somebody that is good for you. Like, he helps progress you, and he, like, helps you grow. Like, even on paper, before y'all even start having all that intimate stuff, he's good for you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He has a job. He went to school. He did this. He's doing this. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, that person that is, like, that's a good man. You know, it's and, a good man. and good man. to add the treating you well part, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. not just good on paper, but he does well for you. Mm-hmm. That's a good man. Now, a nice person is somebody that just does, like, to me, that's the romantic. Mm-hmm. The person that does the shit that you think you want on Instagram, he's nice, he takes you out, he does this, he's sweet, he buys flowers, he does, you know, but I feel like he don't, he don't add nothing to you. I definitely agree that the nice guy is like the stereotypical, like, you know, the things that can't, you, the thing as we women or men dream of with a partner, like, mm-hmm. I want someone to... You know, even if it's 12 or 2 a.m., oh, can he pick me up from my job? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, will she be there for me if, you know, my mama is sick? She probably will show up with a cooked meal. You know what I'm saying? But does it mean she ain't fucking some other man? Okay. Does she mean, like, some other man is not DM, DMing her or DMing him? You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that happens. Okay. So, so I think as women or just in men in general, like, we tend to confuse the niceness with the goodness. Because as you said, the good being good is genuine. It's an overall factor. It's more genuine. It's not just uh, being nice is temporary. Yeah. Being nice is temporary. Because nice motherfuckers can only temporary. be nice for so long, G. They ain't going to be nice forever. After a while, they're going to cut you off that niceness. Girl, they told me I was nice nasty. It works. Oh, nice, Nancy. Explain that. I it, can see that, though. I, I can, too. I agree. Because mm-hmm. I'm super polite. Yeah. But when I'm not polite, I yeah. mean... Sometimes I'm like... For me, like... I'm polite I, with a... I don't experience it a lot with you. So it's course. like when I do... Jack and I forget when we're in college, when we're doing... Is it the spring show we're oh, doing? Oh, yeah. That's, that that's the first time like I'm like, this bitch was a bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> no, but rightfully so, though. Rightfully so. Like, you, no, I'm a bitch you know, when it comes. But to I'm it. like, ah, she did not do because I actually recently did her hair though. So I'm just like, <laughs> oh, you did. I did. That's hilarious. <laughs> so when we think about it, I'm like, oh, you know, I definitely didn't bring it up because like, how the fuck? Would, that's not a conversation. That's hilarious. But you know, it's I definitely do see. You know, when you definitely go to that, get to that mode where you're just like, you're not feeling something or someone, you're just like. I'm not gonna fake the funk. Yeah, but meanwhile, I could I fake the funk today. Boy, I'm good. No <laughs> fuck, I don't care. I'd be like, kill you. Hell no. All right. So, what are some ways that you can respectfully break up? What are some boundaries that you have to like, con- you know, mm. cut off or contain? Or what are things that you have to do? Space. Number one is space. You know. um... Yeah, you just gotta like make sure it's like space and access, right? For example, you know, you could be with somebody and when you break up with them, I think it's just like immediately you have to understand that we can't be in the same capacity that we used to be. Absolutely. 
Because it's then like, what's the difference? Absolutely. I be feeling like with breakups, you got to feel it. Because Because that's the only way you're going to know if it's a good breakup or a bad breakup. Like, okay. you have to feel the shift. Uh-huh. And not in a cold way, not in like a, I got to cut you off cold turkey. But you have to understand that I'm not the same me as when we were in a relationship. Okay. I For me, I think that you have to make that shift happen. Yeah. That's I think that's my approach. My approach is more of like, I'm going to make that shift happen. So if it has to be cold turkey, it's going to be cold turkey. Damn. If it has to be like a... You know, it varies with relationships, too. You know, it varies on how situations happen, how we relate with each other, you know, on the basis if we were friends. It kind of varies. I'm not a cold turkey type of girl. I, I definitely can be ter- cold turkey, you know, but again, it varies. Some people, it's not always cold turkey with everybody else, mm-hmm. every single person. So sometimes it's like, you know what, it's cold turkey. I, it's over, it's over, goodbye, psh, psh, peace. Yeah, I've never seen <laughs> I still have stuff, okay? You know, if I see you, it's on something like, all right, we just... Like we happen to see each other, type right? Of but some people, it can be cold turkey. It maybe maybe not so cold in the sense that okay, I'm not coming over ever. I'm not coming over anymore. But we could shoot chat. Right. We could shoot text like, oh hey, how you doing? Because you know you do kind of get into this. Um, what's the word of like you know routine? Routine of we text every day or we talk on the phone on this type of time of the day or we do certain things together, right? So it definitely is hard to sometimes cut that off immediately with a certain type of person. However, I think the first thing I cut off is my physical presence. Yeah, because physical is a lot much heavier. You know, emotion is heavy too, but physical kind of immediately has. Physical can kind of draw you back into that emotional Physical you're is trying the to, easiest way to trigger it's the emotional. Easy, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. You got it. That's it. Definitely, that's it. So I would cut myself up physically, never because of them, not, not actually because I'm trying to be like spite them or be mean to them, but because of me. Because to protect me, right? Because I don't want to, I see you and I'm just like, oh, but he's cute. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but he does this thing. I'm like, oh, oh, like, but oh, you know, we doing this. Oh, like, oh, he touched me. I'm like, oh, you know, like, Uh I don't want to put myself in that position. So it's actually a lot of times it is for me, not even about them. It's not even about me being mean to them, but it's about me protecting me by all means. But go ahead. My toxic breaking up trait. Is I'm going to remind you that we broke up. Damn, bitch. So you trying to say what I just said was toxic? No, I'm just saying as I... I was not there. That was so evident. Like, my toxic... <laughs> like, so well, my toxic one is... <laughs> I mean, one can see this toxic. No, no, it's no. Okay. It's not toxic. Cut it. Because I think some people do need to be cut off cold turkey. Yeah. And it's not that I've never cut off anybody. I'm trying to... Honestly, I don't even claim people enough to cut, call them, mm-hmm. cut off. For real. I don't even really be in relationships like that. But what is your toxic... Um, um My toxic thing is that... I'll still fuck with you, but I'm gonna remind you that we broken up. Facts. Like absolutely. Like we, in what ways? We can be together. We can talk. We can laugh, and then you start trying to be like, "Yeah, babe." I'm be like, "Babe, who's that?" I said, "Hold on, G." Like G, who's you that? God, we broke up. Yeah. And like, I'm quick to be like, "No, that's cool," but you fucking other girls now, so. Right, like, <laughs> right. I'm gonna remind you what you're doing. Like I'd be quick to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We cool, we vibing, but I ain't forget that we not together. Absolutely, because you cheated on me. Absolutely. Yeah, we you cheating? So absolutely. That's why we not together. Yeah. Like I'm that type. Like I don't care. I still be cool. I mean, yeah, really, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Now, how's your like, mama doing? How's yeah. Your auntie, how's your, how's just, who better? Is she still fighting cancer? Yeah, oh like, man, I'm gonna you. Told me, oh, I'm gonna pray for you. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. They'd be like, yeah, babe. You know, I love you. 
I'm sorry. Skirt. Skirt, skirt. I'm sorry. You're talking to me like we together. We're yeah. not together anymore. I'm, I'm just sorry. being a friend. I'm being a friend. I'm like, oh, that's what you wanted, right? That, that, and I'm being, I'm being a friend. Men don't. See, one thing I noticed about men is like when you decide to be their friend, then it's so, oh my God, it's so hard for them. They be like, oh my God, she wasn't there for me when I needed her. What other things would you say could, it's a way to set your boundaries? Um, I mean, definitely the proximity space is, is for sure. Yeah. Another way is I just try to also like not be so, not offer myself in ways, right? Because mm. like there's ways that sometimes it kills me. Like I be want to take care of you. Like I right. love you. I want to take care of you. I want to be there for you. I want to make sure you're safe. I want to make sure you eat and all that shit. But then it's like. I'm not the one. I'm not going to do it because it ain't my responsibility anymore. no more. It's not. It's not. Be like, oh shit, I'm hungry. And I'd be like, damn, bro. And it can be simple as just even checking up on you. Because, like, that's what comes with being in a relationship. People tend to take the little things for granted, right? Yeah. Relationship isn't just about the the grandeur of things of, like, oh, great sex and great gifts and this great experiences of us traveling and doing this together. It also involves the simplest of things of, like, someone texting you consistently every day for the past seven months at 6 a.m., how are you? Damn. Good morning. Damn. Or at 12 p.m. during your lunch at work, what you eating for lunch? Damn. You know what I'm saying? Because that's something that you don't get from the regular Joe. You don't get that from your friend. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing people tend to take for granted. And I, I'm the type that I see you 12 p.m. G. I'm not going to text you at 12 p.m. G. I'm going to text you at 2 p.m. To Just be like, to- well, you know, how you doing? But, and I'm also petty, like certain things that we share with each other, like passwords. Passwords of like some some streaming sites. sites. Baby, I change your password quick. I had an ex. We were sharing our Apple Music. He must have pissed me off, baby. I changed that password so quick because that's access to you. He texts me like, "So you changed the password?" I said, "I started acting like I was in saw. You want to play a game?" I said, text me 15 beautiful things about Okay, me. because that's access. That's something that you provided in relationship. So you're not going to get access of that. And it's me respectfully changing it. Because you don't deserve it anymore. But I do say, I will say this. I do struggle in setting boundaries at times. Okay. Because what type of boundaries do you set with? Do I struggle, struggle with? with setting? I struggle with setting boundaries that hurt people. Excellent. That's like... Damn, you really abandoned. Nobody gives a fuck about you in your life except for me. Damn, I can't. You know what I mean? Because it's like. So you feel like because they're in that situation where no one gives a fuck about them, you kind of have to feel. Yeah, I'll be feeling obligated. Like, oh, nobody cares about you. It was just me that cared about you. But you know, sometimes you kind of also have to think that why is that no one cares about them? Why are they in that situation? Now, people come from different backgrounds where, like, they don't have a lot of family. I get that. You know what I mean? Because I feel like that some, sometimes. My German family in Nigeria. However, some in the sense of no one gives a fuck about you, why is... We need no to think about the one. foundation. Like, why you don't have no best friend? What's the foundation? What is it about you as well? Because sometimes we tend to always just think and blame every everybody else. But we f- forget to self-reflect. What True. role have I played? Even if it's just friends or True. cousins. We get it. We have issues with parents. Everybody got that shit. True. So I get if you're not close to your parents, okay, maybe some of your siblings, but even cousins, G. Nobody. You know, little nephews and nieces. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, you're a full-on immigrant that you're the only one here. Your family's in Nigeria or some African country. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, you moved Facts. to a whole nother city, another state. Facts. Then I could be like, I. If not, that. then, okay, G, why don't nobody give a fuck about you? Because obviously mm-hmm. there's a reason. And then we broken up. There's a hell of a reason. So, yeah, respectfully, G, I'm finna join that team of not giving a fuck about you. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I would give a fuck about you spiritually, so I can still pray for you. Okay? But my physical presence, no. You can't take that. So, here's the question. And even with breakups, because we're talking a lot about romantic breakups, but let's talk a little bit about friend breakups. Because I think that's the thing that, that girls... That almost hurts more. Girls go through that more. I don't know. I don't know, niggas. But like, I feel like girls go through friend breakups a little I bit I think more. that almost hurts more. It does hurt more. I've been through a couple deep friend breakups. Damn. But in these friend breakups, how do you feel about friends interacting with other friends? Even in relationships, like, what is the... I gotta Like, do you believe in the... I got to cut off everybody I met through them. I think it depends, right? I think it definitely depends. I feel like I've been in a situation where I've broken up with a friend. A friend of mine and I were broken up, and I feel like, you know, the friend made an extra effort, extra effort to connect to those she met through me. Oh, really? You know, so it kind of feels a little bit weird because it's like you wouldn't be friends or know these people without me. Right. Now, I'm not the type to police friendships. You have a right to, you know, if you mess on to me and you're naturally build a friendship, absolutely. But sometimes certain things may feel like mm, it's forceful. It's not natural. It's happened because we broke up. You know what I'm saying? And even when we're friends, it wasn't like y'all the relationship we developed because if it was that authentic and that real, the the friendship, the love should have just developed even while we were friends. Mm. Our friendship should not have hindered whatever friendship we all would have developed, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like when you do see that, mm, she put in hella effort to to seek this person out, to you know be this person's friends or be in this circle. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even vice versa, I wouldn't do it. Now, if we have a natural bond and we have a natural connection from the jump of a friend a introducing friend us, mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'll keep it. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, if I do need friends, I get it. But it's a certain level of, like, that just kind of gets weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like, I, at that point, I'm like, let me just go find my own friends in a different circle. Because why Scorpio would you want to remain in the same circle? The Scorpio in me be like, first of all, I'm very gang, 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 gang. So it's like if my friend said we ain't talking to somebody, we ain't talking to you. Mm. And it's childish, it's a little mature. So I don't judge people for not following that rule. Mm-hmm. But me, I follow that rule. If my friend, my good friend, my bestest friends or whatever, don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Now for me, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I'm not that type of friend. Right. Now, however, I'll put a distance because I've done it before. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> 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 no, I wasn't even trying to be like that. No, I'm, I'm just letting saying, you know, no, bitch. No, 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 no. Because we've experienced, okay, we've experienced our own situations like because, this. Because I, it's like, no, no, no. I, I do know that, that. I know I know how we handle friendships are different. Yeah, we you definitely know what I'm saying? And then, like, we handle friendships different. But I also do make sure, like, oh, all this bitch don't feel like, oh, she, she, you know what I mean? Like, I never did. I no. still always put you number one. Even, yeah. those, even those motherfuckers come to me like, oh, you put her number one. No. And you, and I'm like, I never feel a way. I'm just, like, like that. Because for me, I'm so, like. And, just, and I don't think it makes me less loyal. No. I'm, I'm, I'm just, just no, no, saying. No, no, no. I'm I'm that's not saying. what I'm saying. I'm just talking for the podcast. But I'm saying, like, in terms of, like, I'm so passionate. I'm 
all or nothing. Okay. That's just how I am. I'm right, super right, right, all right, or right, nothing. Right, right, right. So it's like, if I fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Right, That's just right, how right, I am right, right. as a person. So once my friend don't like you, it depends on the friend, so it's not even friends. I'm right, friend. right, so right. Some of my friends, I'm be like, bitch, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. But for, for some of my friends, I'm like, I can't look at you the same. I don't like how no, you treat it. You get what I'm saying? So it's just be like, for some friends, I'm like, I can't fuck with you because my friends are like, I, I'm super gang gang. I don't yeah. know I'm gangster. No, I do agree because even with, you know, with me or with us, it's like, even though I may have liked the person a lot, I would put a distance. It would yeah. not be the same relationship. A- exactly. It, it, be the it same just wouldn't. Because for me, it's like, you know, even though me and you have different personalities with different people, but to an extent, if they treat you in a certain way, then who knows if they, they will treat me the same way. Right. It may be five years from now, but there's a chance that they will do the same. You know what I'm saying? So I have to move cordially in that sense. Now, I'm not a type to be like, oh, I hate that bitch. Fuck that bitch. I ain't finna say nothing to that bitch. That's not just, I've just never been that mm-hmm. type. But um, I think the main conversation is like, do you remain in the same circles of your ex? You know, because sometimes mm. when we have a relationship, you may end up being in relation, you know, friendship with your your friend's ex and this and that, whatever. Do you cut that friendship off, or you're like, you know what, we cool, so we gonna be cool. If we started in the same circle, we can keep the same circle. But if we didn't, like we int- we mingled circles because of each other, then fuck your circle, fuck my circle, bitch. Respectfully, though. Respectfully, like, like it don't got to, it don't gotta be like, like I don't hate you. you I'll say y'all, I'll say hi in the in you know, public settings, in public. If I see your friends outside, I'll be like, hey, friends, like hey, you you cool? What's up? You was with my nigga, so what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not finna be a maintained relationship. Yeah, no, I'm not finna text you like, bros. No, like, no, bro, no. yeah, no, no, because I just think it's just best to just when you end things, it's just best to. Uh, and in a clean slate, clean slate, and people tend to forget when you end things. It ends with it's you, because sometimes we tend to wait for the other person to end it. We tend for we tend to wait for the friends to end it, right? I'm gonna gonna wait till they stop talking to me, or till the partner starts talking talking right. to me, or they stop doing this and that, whatever. Then I really feel like it's over. But you know, if you really wanted to end it, and it's especially even uh an unhealthy situation that you really should not be in, you have to end it. Gee, that just put a question in my mind. What's up? Do you end the relationship first or do you wait for them to end it with you? I end the relationship first. Damn. I mean, again, it varies. Because sometimes you sometimes you feel like it's okay we could work through it, mm-hmm. but they may not feel that way. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, you know, and even if they don't feel like that, feel that way, sometimes you have to make that executive decision. That profession, listen, being in a relationship is a partnership too. Yeah. It's a business shit too. Come yeah. on. So sometimes you have to make that business decision like, this ain't working. I love him. I, I love her. She's mine. She perfect. She woo, 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 whatever. But the best thing to do is to end it for both of us. My, my, my old toxic ass, I be waiting for the motherfuckers to say, sometimes I be, the relationship be over. I know, you know, we all know. Yeah. Well, you don't move well, I ain't finna say it. You ain't finna say it. I know you cheating. Who you gonna say it first? I'm, you know my eye wandering. <laughs> my eye wandering. For real. So it's like, for me, I hate giving people. I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction. If you a man, say it. Girl, I'm so cold, G. Even if you don't say it, G, you ain't gotta say it. I mean, I'm finna be gone, What's bitch. understood don't gotta be explained. One thing about me, I'm always do what I want. But I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna let you say it. I, you know, I'm so toxic that I don't even pretend. 
I'll pretend with you. You know what I say? I don't know how to pretend. No. I, I know how to be cordial and respectful, but I don't know how to pretend. No, with the relationship, I can pretend. That's sad. I re- with other things, I can't pretend, but mm-hmm. in the relationship, I can pretend. That's true. That's true. And other things, like in friendship, you can't pretend. I can't pretend with nobody else in life. With relationships, I be fake. I be like, hey. Be here. I, me and my man could not be talking, G. I've been living. And you still cook the hot meal in and the shit. house every single day. We mad at each other. We don't talk. We, every time we speak, we argue. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. Baby, what you want for dinner? I mean, I think that's a good thing to a certain extent. It's good if I was actually married. Yeah. Not for these goofy ass niggas. Exactly. To an, that's what I said to a certain extent. And then a husband that kind of still deserves it. That he's still okay. paying the bills and he's still taking care of the house. You know what I'm saying? Now, for me, I'm, I've been known to be a little bit cold. My last. You know what I'm saying? My last ex that I had, this man talked to me for two weeks, G. And I, I know for a fact I made an effort. For me, I would try. Now, maybe I may have got, should have tried harder, but I definitely tried to my own ability. And he had time for two weeks, bitch. You think I still feel in a relationship? To me, it's over. For me, I can't because even allow what, it to get that far. And, 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 and I that, tried, and yeah. the thing is that I tried not to, because, you know, when I started getting to the level, I said I had a conversation. What's going on? And my first time about, if this ain't what you want, then you could go. Well, oh, you ain't got to give you. To me, you ain't got to tell me twice. I'm going to give you 10 hours. You ain't got to tell me. That's one thing I, I can say I pride myself in. You ain't got to tell me twice that you don't want me, G, because I'd be damned. So you, he told me that, like, oh, if this is not what you want, okay. It was Thanksgiving period too. That's why we made it more hurtful. Thanksgiving. Why would you be thanking each other for each other? In a relationship. Gee, and I'm like, I okay, cool. Then I'm like, okay, he acts a certain way. You know when, as women and as men, you know when your partner is acting different. You know when yeah. they're smelling different. Yeah. They moving different. They they showering at a different nah, time because because you know like mm, it's somebody else. People do be trying to act like they slick. You ain't slick. You know when the movement is different from your energy is just so different. Absolutely different. So at that point, I'm like, oh, it's over. It's over. Ada comes to. I guess he sent his best female f- female best friend to have a talk with me. I kept it real with her. Like, hey, it is what it is. This is how I feel. Whatever. And that was that. And we never got together after that. I mean, we ended up, like, reconciling and talking, whatever. But we never got together after that. And that's a good question to lead us to our next. So, do you believe in getting back with exes? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, I do think so. I mean, like, you know, baby Thomas' dad, you know, like, he's someone that I dated on and off. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's why every situation is different. And it's like, whenever we didn't date, it wasn't off a bad situation. It was more of like, oh, it's not the right time. Yeah. You know, you weren't doing what I wanted at the time. Or like, you know, but it wasn't ever a toxic, unhealthy, like, dramatic situation. While the others were probably like that, you know? So, yes, but it has to be the right type of ex. Because sometimes I do understand that the wrong timing could be it. You know, sometimes, whether it's us as women or men, you feel like, you know what, maybe you're more concentrated on something else. Or you're not willing to put in much effort in this relationship. But when you, the time comes where you're like, you know, I'm ready to go down and be in, and both of you guys are on that same level, then sure, you can. I be in toxic relationships, y'all. <laughs> my thing is, I say this. I'm not ashamed of my bad choices in relationships. I like that. You should not be ashamed. Because to me, I don't believe that anything is calculated. Hmm. I truly believe that Men gonna do what they want to do. 
Women gonna do what they want. But you know do. what I've learned, G? And sometimes we all don't do what we want to do when we want to do it. But you know what I've learned, G? I what think sometimes are. you gotta be calculated, G. No, there's a level to calculation, right? Like, it is. No, you, I think naturally you, we and you we are not calculated. No, here it is. You, I be calculated. I just be letting. What you be calculated? No, I do be cal. I know everything is. This is one thing about me. I be knowing. I just don't mind sacrificing myself sometimes. We just fucked up to say like that, but I'll be playing the game because sometimes I'll be like, I want to see how this But you know what? That's where the calculation comes in. Yeah. Because when you're calculating, ain't no sacrificing because you are counting each step. My step, your step. You know what? You're knowing what step you're gonna take. To me, too. that's war. Cause sometimes you gotta. It lose don't have the, to be war. No. To me, sometimes you gotta lose the battle to win the war. Absolutely. That's how I be feeling sometimes. But I guess it depends on how you calculate. It depends on your calculation. It, it, <laughs> 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 no, it depends on your calculation. Because like you know, it don't gotta lead to war. It don't gotta be some heavy ass deep shit. But you know what I I realize sometimes you know I'm never calculating as bitch. I'm just not. Mm. I mean, as women, we have our intuition, and we know when certain things may happen or will happen. But sometimes some steps could have been calculated. I think back, I'm like, hmm, I could have done this at a certain time. Or I could have, hmm, approached yeah. this in a different manner. Like, I could have sat back and be like, how should I take this way? <laughs> Instead of, like, reacting based on emotion. Of course. Or ego. Or yes. pride. Or whatever. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it is good to be calculative. Not too much. Because when you're calculative, then you end up being manipulative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Calculative, manipulative, the shit rhyme. You know? So sometimes, you don't be too calculated now. Because men tend to be, that's, men tend to be calculated. Over-calculated. Because they calculate from the very moment they meet you. They know, a lot of men, from the very moment they meet you, they know how to shift in the end. Yep. They do. Facts. They f- absolutely do, but, yeah. Because that, that's how I feel. Like, for me, I'm be real with y'all. I don't, I care. It's not that I don't care. I care about relationships. I care about my feelings. But at the same time, I really don't. Because in my mind, I believe that at the end of the day. I, 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 what you mean? You say you don't really, you really don't care about your feelings and emotions at the same time. I care, but I don't care at the same time because in, at the same time, I feel like this is the process of life and love. Mm, but you know what? It's not that I. It's not that. Oh, I just be whatever. But sometimes I be like, this, this is, is what part, love comes with. This is not even what love comes with. This is part of fine. This is the journey of love. Meaning that's what it comes with. Because it's like if it don't work this time. Maybe next time. So, you know, I agree with that. I definitely agree because I find myself in that situation too. But I think as women, especially women or guys who are super kind, because, you know, I ain't finna call you out, bro, but you know who you are, G. I, you know, I have a, you know, one of my bros that I be talking to, like, don't let these bitches run you over, G. Because, you know, sometimes some guys really do be super nice and Funny, you're yeah. a good man. Literally. <laughs> They're really good men. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're good men. No facts. But because it's like, they end up just being in the hands of the wrong woman. Oh, no, you know what I'm saying? True. And we women, we fall, in that, we fall into that category too. A lot of times we fall into the wrong man. Yeah. And I do believe love shouldn't be hard, but it comes no, with no. its challenges, exactly. right? However, we need to be smart, you know, and cautious of who is worth that. You know what I'm saying? Because I be telling my bro, too, so like, you need, like, okay, yes, you're going to struggle. Everyone is doing chakra. Chakra meaning everyone's stunt front. Like, as women, we stunt. We stunt on men. Like, oh, he may be like, what you doing? You may not be doing nothing, but you being like, you know what? I'm busy at a moment. That's you stunting. It's part of our game. That's what we do. 
Men do the same shit too. You don't want to appear overly available. You know what I'm saying? However, after a while, you kind of have to know who is worth the struggle, who is worth the sacrifice, who is worth the pain. Everyone listen to something. Was it Steve Harvey? He was Steve Harvey. He was, it was a little clip on, on Instagram that came up and he said that women have biological clocks, right? Yeah. Which we do. But men have financial clocks. Yeah. And, we, and we talk, me and you talk about this all the time because it's like, as women, our biological talk is like, we want to get married at this age. We want to have kids at this age. When we in, in this relationship at this age, we want to accomplish whatever by this age. But men's main thing is never about kids or marriage. It's about Not money, out money at, at this time. And when men don't have the money or the financial Girl, status or space that they want and hope to be in, they are so displaced. They are so not, mm-hmm. they just cannot offer you what you and want. And that's why, that's the real reason we can't date broke men. It's exactly. However, some men who have potential, you know, they see they're good men, but they're just in that personal struggle in that space. Sometimes, you know what? Maybe I'll wait for him. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. Maybe he's a good man. He's taking care of me. He's kind. But I see that because he is so displaced emotionally, because his ego isn't where it needs to be as a man, right? He's not making whatever he needs to make, whatever. Now it's levels. But you know what? Maybe I, I, I can be patient with him for a little bit. Maybe I can assist him through the journey for a little bit. But we have to know who's worth that journey, who's worth that stress and pain. We be confusing the like, oh, you know, he's this. Sometimes we, we choose the wrong one to do that for. Both man and female. Because I was talking to my bro, like, she may not be the right one you're trying to wait for. She may not be the right one. You know what I'm saying? So things like, how do we figure out, how are we smart enough to really decipher who's the right one to really suffer? You can't until you suffer. That's what, and that be my I thing. mean, sometimes you can, though. Yes, there's, like, they do be blatant ass, like, oh, he whooping your ass. Don't be with that man that's whooping your ass. That's not good. But I think that sometimes you don't know until you know. You be with people. They love you. You do your thing. Everything is good. And then one day it's not good. That just be it. One day you wake up, the shit is not what you thought it was going to be. And that is okay to everybody. Absolutely. It's okay. But once you get to a point where you realize that, then move the fuck on. Yeah. Because I think sometimes as women too, I've been there where it's like, you have an epiphany where you're like, sometimes shit really break down in your face and you're like, this isn't it. He ain't it. Yeah. But because it, it doesn't stop you from loving him though. Right. You know? So because of the love or the potential we see, we still be like, let's stick through it. No, because I didn't think you saving yourself much trouble, saving yourself months, years, then to keep on sticking. So once you get to the point of realizing that, He's not it. And that's what I actually mean. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you have to know that he's not it before you realize, before you say, like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Once you realize it, whether it takes you months or years, move on. Yeah, when y'all stop having fun, it's over. It really stop serving you. Like, I, you know, relationship, it has to serve you to a certain extent, too. Now, you have to be selfless in a relationship, absolutely, but it has to serve you, too. It's a two-way thing. It's mm-hmm. two people in a relationship. If it's a one relationship, though, okay. But it's two people. So when it starts making sense, this person, you know when someone is like, all right, they're not for me anymore. Yeah. They're not even trying to be for me anymore. Like, we struggle. Because even as women, sometimes it's like, I know, like, I've struggled, like, you know, I've I've struggled with, like, do I, you know, maybe I'm focused more on my career. 
Maybe I'm focused on my family. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I'm just focused on myself, on my journey, how I look, how I feel. Like, And sometimes we just you get so consumed with what you're focusing on, you kind of forget your partner. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Even though, even as a mom, G, because as moms, we tend to focus on a baby 100% and forget our partners. Right. You know what I'm saying? That happens a lot with women. And it's like, oh, my God, I'm just super focusing on the baby. I'm forgetting the dad. I'm forgetting my partner. Like, okay, wait, I still need to do this for my partner so he can know that he, I want him as well that i'm not just all about my baby which i am but you know exactly you're still in this equation yeah you're like still I'm, in I'm this trying i'm having a, a relationship exactly because yeah i just think that when it's time to break up the most important thing is just to never forget what you had okay i think a lot of times i'll be people, forgetting you yeah i think by the time people <laughs> get to the breakup space they be so scorned and yeah i don't want to fuck with you blah, blah, blah. but it's like something was there Y'all have moments. Just, no matter what, keep it peaceful. Mm. Keep it peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One thing about me, I can get there with you. For sure. I can get there to the point where it's like, you will never, ever, ever in your life play with me like that again. Mm. But I feel like I feel better when I just keep it cute. Because no matter how much I want to get vengeance. Absolutely. Yes. Keep it Or cute, feel like, oh, I got you. I know how to hurt you. Or this, this, any other. I feel better karmic energy. Absolutely. I agree with when that. When I'm just like. It's in God's hands. You missed out. Because he going to get it. Or she going to get it in one way or the other. Eventually, right? Like there, There is going to be a moment. Whether it's today, whether it's tomorrow, whenever. And there, that's what I said. There is going to be a moment where that person remembers you. I always say, like, it may be today. It may be five, ten years from now. But the epiphany would come up to you like, mm, I fucked up. I've never been with anybody that says they regret being with me. Oh, right. Absolutely not. Absolutely never. not. And quite frankly, I'm cool with most of my exes, actually. Same. I think I, I talk to most of my exes. I think there's only one I don't talk to, quite frankly. Yeah. It's that first one. Really? Yeah. The college one. Absolutely. I I, I feel like that was the most like bogus situation where it's like but everyone else, like whether it's just talking situationship or relationship, yeah. like we I would wish them happy birthday, they wish me happy birthday. Like it's not that petty to that mm-hmm. level. I see them in public, we may even give each other a hug. Like, oh hey. Yeah, like I don't have no issues with really none of my exes. Actually, not yeah, none of them. Even the one I thought I hated the most, we talk. Yeah. So. Yeah, let there be peace, y'all. Well, that was best. a good topic, G. Okay, guys. So let's move on to our favorite topic where we talk about somebody who made a poor decision this week. <laughs> An alodo. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes poor decisions. Comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata. Woo! Goof ass. So this week's Olodo of the Week kind of hurts me. <laughs> Excuse me, I got to sneeze. It, it, it kind of hurts me to give this person Olodo of the Week because I do respect them and I fought for them in their struggle. The Olodo of the Week this week is Monique. Comedian, Monique. <laughs> the Parkers, Monique. Fat Girls, Monique. So, Monique, we just celebrated her for finally reconciling her beef with Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels. She's on the up and up. She's getting bookings again. But this week, 
she had a situation where she got into it with fellow comedian, king of comedy to her queen of comedy, D.L. Hughley. What does that D.L. stand for? I don't even know. (laughs) According to Monique, it stands for being on the D.L. She said, down low, nigga. But um, essentially what happened is they were both on the ticket for a comedy show, and they were beefing about who was the headliner. And they were arguing about the contract and so on and so forth. Monique thought that she was supposed to be the headliner. She felt insulted at the idea that she would open for anybody. Mm-hmm. And D.L. Hoogley came through with the opposite. He said, baby, you ain't read your contract. I'm the headliner, so mm. on and so forth. And in comedy, this is a big thing. Mm. This is basically what makes you the star. I think this helps negotiate contracts moving forward. It's just a bunch of stuff of like headliner versus opening in comedy. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing. But Monique is the Olodo. Not because she talked about her contract or did any of that. But at some point, there is a better way to handle situations. Absolutely. You gotta be professional. Monique got on that stage where she was supposed to perform Acting and cursed DL Hughley out from morning till night. She was running on the stage. She was cussing. She was running. She said that man is gay. She got on social media. It wasn't comedy anymore. I love Monique. I respect Monique. I think Monique deserves to be heralded in the same light of Bernie Mac. In the same light as D.O. Hughley. Absolutely. Cedric the Entertainer. I, I personally Steve don't find D.O. Hughley that funny. He's not that to funny. Me, oh, to me, to me personally. He is not that funny. I believe Monique is right in every squabble that she squabbles over getting paid and all these things. I I support Monique. But what I will not support is lack of professionalism. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you are a black woman that is a professional. Mama and Auntie Monique, you the same one that don't want us wearing bonnets at the airport. So don't act like that. So me, I don't want you cussing out. Your constituents, your peers, your colleagues, every time I see you on social media, I don't want that for you. Because mm-hmm. I believe that you are a woman that came out the you know inner city Baltimore, that did what you had to do, that was a big woman that reclaimed her time and said, this is who I am and love me, respect me. And this same woman worked hard to lose weight. And this same woman showed us that she is not just a comedian, but she is a dramatic actress so much that she can win an Oscar. We respect you, Monique. And I just feel that whoever disrespected you to the point that you stopped feeling like you were on that caliber to the point where you feel like it wasn't beneath you to to act like that. I hope that you remember, Monique, that, it's a lot of us looking up to you. Facts. And, I, and I'm giving you a load of just to remind you, just to let you know that that behavior is not welcome. Yeah. And it's only because we want more for you. Absolutely. So, Monique, I'm sorry to say, but you are a load of the week. I'm a load of. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes poor decisions comparable to a donkey. I mean, it was the two for two. Goofass. Goofass. All right, let's move to our care for the culture. I care for the culture is LeBron James. LeBron James. Okay. He is officially a billy. Listen. 
billy, a billy, a billy, a billy, a billionaire. According to reports, LeBron James is officially a billionaire. LeBron made about $129.2 million last year, which Forbes, or is it Forbes? Forbes. Forbes, wow. Okay. Forbes says makes James the first active NBA player to make the billionaire's list. Michael Jordan is the only other basketball player. That is amazing. That and you is know what? Good. LeBron, he does for his community. He takes care of his community. He has a foundation. You know what I'm saying? So he's not one of those players that, you know, that you're like, what does he do? Like, you know that More he's than just dribble. Period. With You know, despite him being a great star, you know, a great basketball player, but, you know, he's an actor too. He, you know, act a little bit. He may not be great in the acting, but he's an actor too. But he helps his community. You know what I'm saying? He's a great black man. He's a great father, a great husband. And this is just care for the culture because it's, we need more of this on our community. You know, to have billionaires, millionaires, billionaires, successful entrepreneurs, successful athletes, it's an amazing thing. It's it, it's an amazing thing to achieve. So shout out to LeBron James, LeBron James. All right, I believe it's the end of our segment. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> it's the end of our segment, and I just have one very short quote. And, you know, y'all may consider this shit cold, but listen. My quote simply states, If you really want closure, at some point, you have to shut the door. That's my That's my quote. If you want it to, you know, it's up to you if you want it to end. If you want that closure, you got to shut the door. Don't wait for nobody. Care about your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Put you first because your ex is not doing that. So that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Again, y'all, y'all better follow us on our social media pages. You know, okay. Y'all listen to our podcast, share it to your mama, your grandma, your auntie, your cousins, your little, your little nephew, your nieces. Our podcast is global, okay? Our podcast, any age class, I mean, I think I think it's PG-13. Yeah. It's PG-13, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not every podcast we talking about some dick and we, we don't even go that, we're not yeah, that vulgar, no, we you know what I'm vulgar. saying? So y'all need to listen to our podcast and share it, help us, you know what I'm saying, assist us, you know what I'm saying? Like, help your community. All right. Thank y'all for listening. And this is Cross Culture.